but when the cell pulp is heated to the temperature of boiling water, these chemical processes cannot be longer observed. What is left may then be considered as definitely dead. Water is, then, indispensable for the living organism, but there are two great divisions of such organisms, plants and animals. Animals are generally but not universally free to move and therefore to travel to seek their food. But their food is restricted. They cannot directly convert inorganic matter to their own use. They can only assimilate organic material. The plant, on the other hand, unlike the animal, can make use of inorganic material. Plant life, therefore, requires an abundant supply of water in which the various substances necessary for its support can be dissolved. It must either be in water or, if on land, there must be an active circulation of water both through the atmosphere and through the soil, so as to bring to it the food that it requires. Animal life presupposes plant life, for it is always dependent upon it. Many writers have assumed that life is very widely distributed in connection with this planet. The assumption is a mistaken one, as has been well pointed out by Garrett P. Service, a charming writer on astronomical subjects. On the Earth, we find animated existence confined to the surface of the crust of the globe, to the lower and denser strata of the atmosphere, and to the film of water that constitutes the oceans. It does not exist in the heart of the rocks forming the body of the planet, nor in the void of space surrounding it outside the atmosphere. As the earth condensed from the original nebula and cooled and solidified, a certain quantity of matter remained at its surface in the form of free gases and unstable compounds, and within the narrow precincts where these things were, lying like a thin shell between the huge inert globe of permanently combined elements below and the equally unchanging realm of the ether above, life, a phenomenon depending upon ceaseless changes, combinations and recombinations of chemical elements in unstable and temporary union, made its appearance, and there only we find it at the present time. The huge inert globe of permanently combined elements below and the equally unchanging realm of the ether above offer no home for the living organism, least of all for the highest of such organisms, man. Both must be tempered to a condition which will permit and favour continual change, the metabolism which is the essential feature of life. When the earth had to be prepared for the habitation of man, a veil, as it were, of intermediate being was spread between him and its darkness, in which were joined, in a subdued measure, the stability and the insensibility of the earth, and the passion and perishing of mankind. But the heavens also had to be prepared for his habitation. Between their burning light, their deep vacuity, and man, as between the earth's gloom of iron substance and man, a veil had to be spread of intermediate being, which should appease the unendurable glory to the level of human feebleness, and sign the changeless motion of the heavens with the semblance of human vicissitude. Between the earth and man arose the leaf, between the heaven and man came the cloud, his life being partly as the falling leaf, and partly 
as the flying vapour. The leaf and the cloud are the signs of a habitable world. The leaf, that is to say plant life, vegetation, is necessary because animal life is not capable of building itself up from inorganic material. This step must have been previously taken by the plant. The cloud, that is to say water vapour, is necessary because the plant in its turn cannot directly assimilate to itself the nitrogen from the atmosphere. The food for the plant is brought to it by water, and it assimilates it by the help of water. It is therefore upon the question of the presence of water that the question of the habitability of a given world chiefly turns. In the physical sense, man is born of water, and any world fitted for his habitation must stand out of the water and in the water.